When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls postgame. Coming to you live here on Sunday night. The Bulls get the win over the Blazers, 104-96. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Joined by my guys, Big Dave, Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Will the Goat Godly, Will underscore Godly, our pal producer, Joey Spathis. Hiding behind the controls, he is at Joey Spathis. Bulls win! Bulls win! Bulls win! There he is. The Bulls did win. Davey uh, Likey. They beat the Blazers to salvage this three-game road trip after losses to the Suns and Lakers, uh, improving to 22-25 and 25 on the season. Um, plenty to dis- discuss in this one, gentlemen, but I can, can we start with Io DeSumo? I mean, he, he drilled a big three that basically put this one away in the Bulls' favor, but he did that on the heels of a big-time block on the defensive end. It was one of three blocks he had on the night. It was a brilliant night defensively overall I thought from Io and even on a night when he was 0 of 3 behind the three-point line before taking that big one he had the confidence to say you know what the ball swung my way I'm open I got a clean look I got to take this he took it confidently he knocked it down I feel like Io and the way he's been playing well has been sort of an afterthought or a or a topic three kind of thing for us in this recent stretch of games I feel like we need to give him his due by beginning tonight's show with the brilliance we saw in, in a lot of different facets from Io tonight, Will. Yeah, I mean, he was outstanding. And as you said, I mean, he just filled up the stat sheet. But to me, it was more that he stepped in for Patrick Williams, who missed the game. He's going to be out for a little while. We can talk uh, about that and his foot injury um, and what that means. But Io stepping in, Zach's been out, Tory Craig's been out, Patrick is now out. Guys need to step up. And the Bulls had great health last year barely any missed games from like their real core contributors and they did not perform as well as you know we thought they may have and this year it's like okay now the injuries are starting to rack up Kobe's really stepped into a bigger role but you've been missing Zach for so much time and who knows what's going to happen with him uh Vooch missed a week there and guys are just stepping up and Io was no exception tonight uh you mentioned the stats but I just thought he showed a really good understanding of his role and what he needed to do not only to like fill in for guys, but to step up in their absence and to uh, produce. And yeah, I mean, you said it over three on threes, but still being that strong side floor spacer on that Vooch post up that sealed the game for him. So very impressed with him. And um, I, I think the big thing for me watching IO is that he's starting to recognize the areas in his game where he needs to start growing. And so I think he's gotten to a place where he's pretty good at the stuff that he does well, right? He feels comfortable defending. He feels comfortable running those secondary pick and rolls, getting those pocket passes into Vooch in the middle. But now I think we're starting to see him uh, challenge himself a little bit and flex his muscles and try new things. Um, and we can talk more about that. Um, but yeah, I just, I've been really impressed with the way that he has grown into a bigger role for a team that really needs him. Yeah, man, I think you, uh, you, you hit it right on the head, like hundred percent when you said he feels like somebody that's been uh, like a third block uh, in, in the shows we've been doing. And just saying, hey, what about Io tonight, guys? We got to give him some time. So, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, giving him his just due for the game that he had tonight. He deserves it. He is behind DeMar DeRozan, for me, been the most consistent bull uh, from the start to the to the end. Uh, as you know, Kobe, you know, got off to a slow start. And then, you know, jumped in and was doing his thing. But Io and DeMar have kind of been Io and DeMar uh, all season long. Um, and Io kind of carved out a place for himself uh, in the, first of all, on the bench, he carved out a place for himself. And then anytime somebody gets injured, he carves out a place for himself in the starting lineup. 
whether it's Patrick, whether it's Caruso, whether it's Kobe, he's the one you call on immediately, first and foremost, to step in and, and handle the business. And he's jumped himself ahead of guys like Javon Carter uh, by being consistent and by also being awesome defensively. He had Simons in, in hell. He had him in hell. He had him in jail. Like, he just it was a terror tonight. Um, Will, I think you also said it well, too, when he's flexing his muscles like that. I, I mean, figuratively and, and literally, he's doing that. <laughs> like, when he's out there on, on the floor. Um, I, I like seeing him be more vocal uh, this year when he does something well on the floor when you saw him get the block on Simons and then Simons gets so angry that he draws a tech. You saw IO clapping and yelling and saying, yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like getting, getting pumped up by that. You saw him when he was uh, hitting shots where he had a little look on his face, you know, like, yeah, that's right. You know, like that, that kind of confidence that he is now that he's had inwardly, he it's now kind of coming out of him uh, also uh, outwardly. And he's showing everybody that, as Will said uh, before, he's more comfortable now. And when a guy is getting more comfortable now, he's just the game becomes easy for him. You know, it becomes simple. It slows down, and it feels like it does that for him. So, yeah, I'm loving the pocket passing that he's doing. Uh, I'm loving the way he attacks the rim. Uh, loving the the he's just not scared, especially taking that three at the end. I'm loving that part as well. And the guy, and it, that made him one of four which means he he missed his first three-point shots and still shot it over, over DeAndre Ayton, as a matter of fact, switched it. It was cash. So, yeah, Ayo has been absolutely awesome and has been the most consistent bull for me behind DeMar DeRozan. Uh, a lot of love for Ayo in the comments. AK saying Ayo for Goon, blocking and swatting. Uh, Alexander saying Ayo is super reliable, gives Billy great minutes. Uh, Santi Long saying Ayo, the baby bull's looking good. And I, I got to say, like, yes, we, we got some some fun, you know, King in the Fourth Jamar moments uh, tonight, something we haven't seen a whole lot of this season. Uh, I think he had, what, 12 of his 20 in the fourth quarter, um, including, you know, getting things off to the right foot when the Bulls had sort of relinquished most of that lead, drills a three, and then has that, you know, patented Demar step-through move in the paint uh, for five straight points. But... Where I am right now as a Bulls fan, I was way more into seeing not only Io excel and play well tonight, and even Kobe on a rough shooting night. He was one of nine from three, doing what Kobe does and has come to do with some strong, tough finishes around the rim and also dishing it out. I think, yeah, he had nine assists tonight. But then also seeing good, like, contributing positive minutes from Dalen Terry and Julian Phillips, who gets the call up for real minutes tonight with, as you mentioned, Will, the absence of Patrick Williams on top of already being shorthanded with Zach and Torrey Craig. I, I, like, look, the, the whole, like, blow it up because these baby bulls look fun thing, I, I don't know if you want to do that with one win against this lowly Blazers team, but that's kind of how I was getting excited about this game tonight. A Sunday night game, you know, game three of an 0-2 road trip thus far against this Blazers team that you're thinking, we should beat this team. We should beat them fairly easily. It, it was the things that some of these young guys were doing. And, and, you know, let's let's touch on Phillips for a minute. It's the first time we've seen real minutes from him in a while, Will. He actually led the Bulls in minutes off the bench with 23. Maybe some of that had to do with Drummond and his early first half foul trouble. Drummond uh, second in minutes on the bench in, in 17, but... You had to love a lot of what you saw from Julian Phillips tonight, right? Running the floor at both ends, playing transition defense, getting chased down blocks, and then making cuts on the offensive end, making things happen. Also confidently shooting. Uh, you know, he was uh, just one of three from the three-point line, four of seven overall from the field. Just seemed like Julian Phillips was in the right place at the right time a lot tonight, Will. And we heard that Billy Donovan was giving him words of encouragement before the game, saying, hey, do what you do. Go out there. Be a part of the game. Be aggressive. And I feel like we saw a pretty aggressive and confident Phillips tonight. You said right place at the right time. And I don't think that's an accident. I mean, that, that stuff doesn't just happen. He put himself in position to be in those right spots. I think a great example of that was when end of the third quarter, DeMar had a heave from just inside half court and it missed short, but Julian Phillips kind of dove to the basket, got the rebound and tried to flip it up, missed the shot. But like, that's a heads up play that shows that he understands floor geometry he understands where to be he understands the clock he understands time management 
and he has a lot of effort. Like he's, he's trying hard out there and yeah, 23 minutes, uh, but came in ahead of Dalen Terry came in ahead of Javon Carter and just played, I think a really important role. So for me, obviously like he's a freak athlete. He had the chase down block with two hands on his first possession in the game. Uh, that's the kind of stuff that I think we will all expect out of Julian Phillips. Anytime we see him, we're going to expect to see him flash that athleticism, that 43 inch vertical that led the entire NBA combine. But to me, it was the, the understanding of court awareness of where to be, how to move in and out of space to create good spacing on the floor. So that when Kobe drove, there was an outlet for him to then clear out to the corner. And that opened up a cut for Julian Phillips. So I just, I really liked his sense of the floor and I think for a guy that's played like 200 minutes in his entire NBA career or a hundred minutes, actually, um, that's, I feel like that's pretty advanced, especially for a second round pick that just has not gotten a lot of experience yet. So very, very pleased with what we saw from him. Yeah. When I watch him play, like, and I've said this uh, before the season started, like in the preseason, I expect him to do these kind of things. One, because just of what I'm just watching him, but two, after talking to uh, Terrence Oglesby uh, about him, uh extensively talking to him about him i was just I, I was just convinced that whatever i was going to see was going to be the right thing i was going to see a basketball like you that was on point so matt when you say those things like right place right time and will like you say basketball geometry like that's the basketball like you that that's all it is and i like that every game he plays you see all facets of his game and he's been doing that kind of since the preseason it's not just one thing that you'll see. It's not just one way that he'll score. It's not just one way that he'll defend. Like, he won't just come out and just get blocks, but then, you know, turn the ball over and forget how to dribble and stuff like that. Or he'll hit a couple of threes and then miss some layups and do things. It's always a multifaceted game for him when he's out there getting an opportunity to be out there on the floor. I, I enjoyed watching him play. It was just a lot of fun just watching a guy – continuously move i love the lineup of him and io because i feel that was just death and destruction on the defensive end and i want to see more of it because when that ball gets turned over you know who likes to run julian phillips and io that's who likes to run so that's what i want to see more of you saw him also get the alley-oop from dalen terry which was just vicious and just really cool play that they did but will you mentioned it man that block that he had was just unreal it really was. It was just unreal athleticism to not did it with the one hand, but with two. That's just disrespectful when you're blocking somebody's shots with two hands, man. That is disrespect. And he just was confident. Like, it was confident and it's consistent. And so I hope that this means that we get to see more of him. I don't know how much because obviously he's in there because of injuries. I'm sure when Tory Craig comes back and Patrick comes back, those minutes are definitely going to go down for sure. But in the meantime, between time, since he has an opportunity to be out there, I hope Billy continues to give him these minutes, man, because he has damn sure earned them, and he's doing positive things for your team. Him being out there does not hurt you. You're not worried about him when he's out there on the floor. You're just excited for him when you see him getting that opportunity. And I'm seeing a couple of comments here about, like, Patrick Williams and his relation to Dale and Terry and fitting in and that role. And to me, like, before we even get into Patrick, uh, sorry, I was – saying Dalen, I meant Julian Phillips. Uh, Julian's like skill set is catered perfectly to be a role player. He he moves, he floats in and out of space without the ball. He cuts, he attacks a basket. He he can finish. He showed today. He can shoot. He showed today. Um, like that's the stuff that comes really natural to him. I don't think that necessarily you could right now or maybe in the next couple of years, like put the ball in his hands and say like, go create 20 points a night. Uh, not that you can say that about Patrick either. But as we've talked about before, I just think that that skill set, for some reason, is is moving is lacking with Patrick. It's it's lagging. It's not coming along as quickly. But I don't think that necessarily makes him a bad player just because he hasn't necessarily developed role player skill set. Um, but that's just to say that I think that comes really naturally to Julian, and he's done a really good job of stepping in. And so when you are on the court with a Demar and with now a Kobe and Vooch. What do you need around that? You need a, a player who really understands and excels in that role. And I think we're seeing the makings of a guy who can grow into that. Uh, you know, to that point, Will, Connor in the comments said, it's games like these that really frustrate me with P-Will. You see Kobe, Io, Terry, Phillips, all doing the little things to win. It's not all predicated on offense. Grab a rebound, grab a block. Um, 
South Garcon saying, I'm fine with supplanting Patrick Williams with Julian Phillips moving forward. Uh, Cloud saying, hey, Mick, uh, he keeps playing like that, and uh, Julian can take P-Will's job. <laughs> this this one is interesting, and I feel like it has potential to maybe be something we disagree on. Anthony in the comments, Dave, said, if you guys had to pick between Dale and Terry and Julian Phillips right now, who would you get to pick to stay in the rotation You know, once the Bulls you know, get Torrey Craig back, Patrick Williams back? I, I mean, I, I, I don't know if it's worth pointing out that Julian Phillips played significantly more minutes than Dale and Terry tonight. Yeah, ma- yeah. Ma- maybe that was... Uh, you know, Billy just trying to make the uh, the Billy Smallball haters uh, shut up for a night, at least because I guess Julia Phillips has a little bit more size than Dale Terry does. Yeah. But man, after getting our first good real look at Julian in a while tonight, I, I know I've been starting to warm up on what Dale Terry could possibly be as an NBA role player in this recent you know stretch of games. But I'm I'm leaning Julian after tonight. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it's about uh, whoever's hot. And and what I also like about Dalen is, even in his short minutes, that's three points, two assists, and two steals, you know, when he's out there on the floor. So he's always going to do something when, when he's on the floor. And I, did he hit a three? I think he did. Um, No, 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 he missed that three. No, Excuse me. missed it. Um, that, yeah. But I, I am with the hot hand. I love the fact that Billy just said, saw it, looked at it, and stayed with Julian. And was like, no, this dude is clearly the one tonight. It's on you, young young fella. You can you come out here and you get this opportunity, and against the right team to do it against, which is the Portland Trailblazers. So I'm like, okay, bet. That's I have no issue with that. For me, it's just about who's hot. If if they're if if they're flowing, and it's looking good and it's looking nice, leave them out there, Julian or Dalen. I don't care. I'm about getting these wins right now. So if anybody can help me help me uh achieve that. I'm completely with it. Sit Dalen on the bench, fine. Play Dalen 30 minutes, great. Shoot Julian Phillips 40 minutes, great. Play him two games and then don't play him again because it's not working. Wonderful. What is going to help me get these victories is, is my main objective when it comes to the young guys, I'm saying, and, and who gets these minutes right now. So for me, I don't care. <laughs> I think that's the bottom line of it for me. I, I truly do not care. I don't feel one way or another about it. Who Who's cooking? Put them in. Well, to me, I mean, they're completely opposite skill sets. Like Julian mm-hmm. Phillips is a guy that can shoot and cut and defend. Dalen is a guy who can't shoot, but he's a really good ball mover, an extra passer, and he can play in transition and he can handle the ball a little bit more than Julian can. So to me, they, they kind of like complement each other pretty well. Um, but I think the reason, and Dave, you keep mentioning, like the reason I think Julian was in today is because, and Billy kind of said it before the game that he was going to play. It was because Patrick was out. And so yeah. when Patrick's out, you've got now Io moving into the starting lineup. So you've got Caruso, Vucci shooting like 22% on threes this year. You've got Demar and you've got Io all in the starting lineup together. What do you need in there? You need shooting. And so do you want to bring Dalen in there now and add even less spacing to the floor? No, you want to bring in somebody who can space it out a little bit, create a little bit more room for drives. And that's what he did. So I think it was a it, it showed awareness of on Billy's part of like okay, what do we need to insert into this game right now to make things flow a little bit more? And just beyond what we even may have expected from Julian, I think just his athleticism, his defense, uh, the way he was shooting and moving without the ball, I think that stuff really changed the game for the Bulls for the better. So to me, it's not like a either or. I think they can actually complement each other really well. And I think it will be up to Billy to decide, all right, well, are we missing a little bit of shooting and defense here? Let's go with Julian. Do we need a little bit of extra passing and playmaking? Um, I think uh, at this point, Dalen, just with the size that he's put on, he's put on a ton of muscle. He's more equipped yeah. to guard wings and ball handlers. Uh, Julian's not quite there yet. And I'd say he won't get there. But I think if Dalen is any indication that like the strength and conditioning staff is like putting in work, I think uh, we we can be excited about both of these guys. And also one more thing, like I think it's going to really be interesting watching them next game because they play the Raptors. So if Patrick is still out, um, will both of those guys get that opportunity because of how the Raptors are built? You know what I mean? Like everybody is six seven, six eight. You know what I mean? And long, so you're going to need to combat that with something. So I'm looking forward to seeing how Billy uh, handles that too. It's a good uh, thing they both have good size. Correct. Billy uh, with an interesting comment that said uh, the Bulls playing Julian longer minutes shows what he can do. When we do trade Zach, we may need to throw in salary filler. That could be Dalen, could be Julian. Best to know so we make the right choice. Or, 
Or how about this? Ant in the comments said, all I've gathered after tonight's game is Javon Carter's minutes are completely gone. I respect him, <laughs> but it's time for the young guns. Maybe that's your salary filler. Maybe that guy is the one who's the salary filler. If the Bulls he are shipping out Zach Levine, they do not need to be worried about adding salary. He's got plenty to go around. This is true. This is true. But also, after a game like tonight, I, I feel like keeping Julian and Dalen around for at least another year might not be a yeah. bad thing and um, hit that right though like there's there's a connection between those two guys like yeah. there really is when you watch them play that alley-oop should let you know everything you need to know i i did also like this comment from troy who said julian sh uh, shows a bit more calmness and control dalen always looks like he doesn't know where he left his keys <laughs> 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 there's some of that frenetic energy with dalen um it. it's, it's, it's controlled chaos it's it's you know it's a little bit of gundam uh which you need Let's take our first break there. We will come back on the other side. Keep breaking down thoughts from tonight's game. More of y'all's comments and thoughts. Throw us a super chat if you feel so inclined. Um, and uh, yeah, also, of course, hit that like button. Do it for our guy, Joseph. And make sure you are subscribed to CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Big Dave. Matt Peck. Bulls win. <laughs> That's what Joey be doing behind the scenes. Oh man, get yourself together, man. Take your time. Take your time. No, I'm. Good. And then when you do, when you do, <laughs> tell me, tell me what time it is. Get <laughs> oh, on the money. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets to all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events nearest you with killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Guess what? Game time takes the guesswork out of buying those tickets game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour after it starts it is not the place no 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 it is the place to find last minute seats find exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals on tickets for football hockey basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and much much more and with zone deals you pick the section, and game time does the selecting with an average savings of go. Give me a drum roll, please. Eighteen percent, and game time guarantee means that you'll always get the best price possible. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, game time will credit you a hundred and ten percent of the difference. That's pretty damn good. So take the guesswork out of buying those tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use that code CHGO, and get your wonderful self $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem that code CHGO to get yourself $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, the lowest price guaranteed. Who to go, Golly? Please, if you don't mind, tell me what time it is. Just making sure this thing works. Game time. Ooh. Is yeah, this thing sure on? Right. <laughs> I think it is. Uh, Matt, can we can we talk some comment while we out? Oh, please. Right? You know I love when we talk about comment. It's okay. the highlight of my day. I knew that's why you came back. You know, because you understood where might be some comment talk happening, and I knew you ain't want to miss that. You got to be on that, man, because it's getting easier, Matt. It's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind, correct? For the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share it. That's right, Dave. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence towards an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of vehicles, like George. we know George Jr. does. Uh, comment can help you, can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So Matt, what should business owners do? That's a great question, Dave. And I've got a very simple answer for you. Go to comment.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, one, good for you. That's dope. Way to go. Two, don't wait. Uh, 
if uh, start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles, good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comment.com slash clean. Oh, did you say comment.com slash clean? That's right. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Comment.com slash clean. Mm. <laughs> It's electric. <laughs> Alexander, the comments said, why is Matt so upbeat tonight? What's up? I'm just be- happy to be here talking Bulls with my guys, with all of you out there at Bulls Nation. Does a man need a reason? I I mean, it has well, nothing. It has nothing. <laughs> the graveyard of hats that's on the floor around him. That's really the... It's not really their fault for feeling this way. Like, <laughs> I, you know, I, like I'm just I'm moving past the existential dread of knowing that at 22 and 25 in a firm mm-hmm. grip on that ninth seed, the Bulls are going to sit with their thumbs up their tuckuses and do nothing at the trade deadline. Ah, uh, there just, he is. I'm, I'm accepting that, and I'm excited about Julian Phillips. Look what you did, yeah. Alexander. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> you did you little jerk? Doing all right. Uh, gentlemen, where do, where do you want to steer next? I did notice a couple people in the comments were talking about the whole Vooch Drummond, uh, you know, big man lineup that Billy turned to early tonight. I mm-hmm. also noticed that we saw it early and then really didn't see it again. And again, you know, Drummond did pick up three very quick fouls. Maybe that had something to do with it. But I also think that, you know, Billy just saw an opportunity to, Hey, Julian Phillips looks confident. He's playing well out there. Let's get him some minutes. And then, uh, you know, Drummond, to his credit, while Vooch was getting his rest in the second half, came up with some big plays of his own will. Yeah, I mean, look, we've talked about it a million times because it's always true. Like, Drummond is a very good backup center. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people get a little bit overly enticed by the box score numbers that he puts up, 15 points and seven rebounds for offensive in 17 minutes. That's great production. Um, I don't really think those two kind of players can survive together in today's NBA Although in just 50 possessions this year, they are performing very, very well. The Bulls are plus 18.4 in lineups with those two guys on the on the court together. Um, I just don't think it's really a sustainable thing. That's like a very small sample. And that's okay. Like they don't need to have these like gigantic lineups that are out there together. And I just don't know that that's really ever something that's going to happen outside of like strange situations where they're just giving up a ton of offensive rebounds. And Billy says that he's had enough with it. So I think it's okay to have a good backup center. I don't know why it has to always be a referendum on like who's starting and who's not. Um, I think they're both good, but I think Vooch does a lot more. And even though he's not shooting well, um, he just he helps the team become a lot more complete in ways that they need to be uh, if they want to continue with the success. Yeah, I hated Vooch tonight. <laughs> I, I couldn't stand him tonight. I really couldn't. That um, early shot clock the, three he took in the fourth when the man. Bulls were, you know, whole, clinging oh to that gosh, lead. Man. That was that was bad. Oh that gosh. was bad. Yeah, for me, it was that third quarter. Um, yeah, man, he he didn't deserve thirty three minutes tonight, in, in my opinion. Um, Aiton was eating his ass alive uh, in that third quarter, and truth be told, Aiton was cooking, you know, in general. And DeAndre Aiton was showing why I've always liked him because he has some of the softest hands on a big man I have ever seen. And when he gets around that bucket, he's scoring. But my God, man, the rim running he was doing when Vooch was out there, like he was just running to the rim and just dunking it just without any kind of resistance from him. It was bad. And couple that with the bad shooting also. My man shooting 27% from three, man. That's tough. And the only time Vooch has shot like that lower percentage was like, I, I looked it up, I think it was 2015 where he shot 22%. It's because he was taking .1 three-pointers a game. So he wasn't yeah, he, even really he has not shot this poorly since all. he actually started taking threes. Right. So this that's yeah, that's it was frustrating watching him tonight. And I thought Drummond played a little bit better. And the reason he is because Aiton had to actually guard him on the other end of the floor. It wasn't because Drummond, you know, was stopping him defensively like that. It's that on the other end of the floor. He actually had to worry about a guy who could, you know, score inside and actually get offensive rebounds. It was one sequence where Drummond was doing the chip drill with DeAndre Ayton on his back. And those are the kind of things that you want to do to a center, at least, is try to wear them out on the other end if they're kicking your ass on the, uh, offensively. And, um, yeah, I thought Vuce was just ass tonight. <laughs> My friend texted me 
something, and I thought it was hilarious. And I told him I'd say it tonight, man. He said, I would love to see Boots connected pass a three-pointer into the freaking basket. <laughs> and I just felt laughing, dying dog. Like, so it, it was it was bad for me tonight watching him, man. And hopefully he rebounds from that. And, and picks it up a little bit, man. But that three-point shooting, it's its to the point now where it's just been this consistently bad that it kind of just is what it is. I see uh, our, our producer, Joey, is pulling up a tweet here from our, our good friend, Doug, uh, who is one of the loudest Vooch haters in Pulse Twitter, <laughs> saying only three players in the history of the NBA have ever shot as many threes per game as Vooch at the same or a worse percentage than what he's doing this season. Wow. Yeah, that's and like not, you can you can have a problem, Dave, with like the early in the shot clock threes. Like I agree, that was not a good shot, but like you do need him out there to stretch the floor, and teams do still respect and and got to defend him, and that changes the way that you're guarding the team. I get it. Really bad game tonight. Not disagreeing with that. Um, it's more just like that every single time Drummond plays well and or Vooch plays poorly, it's like oh we got Billy's being a terrible coach because he's <laughs> starting the wrong guy. It's like let's. No. And I will say this, like yeah. a lot of the ways that that Aiden was scoring tonight were like on screen screener plays. Like he had a couple of um, plays where basically like a guard would go screen behind him after he screened a ball handler. And so we just had like a, a wide open runway like Vooch. He does well to defend in the scheme. If all that needs to happen is for you to get the ball out of the ball handler's hands and to another player. But if it goes to a popping big or to a roll, rim rolling big, he can't return to to cover those guys. So he has a really tar- hard time guarding guys like DeAndre Ayton, who's rolling hard to the rim, or you know, uh, some stretch big. Like that's the kind of guy that he can't really return back to after containing the ball handler. And it's where the rest of the guys have to kind of make up for that. And so that's you know, on the rest of the group to now make up for his limitations. So this is not me saying that Vooch is a perfect player. And obviously his three-point shooting this year and just scoring in general has been way down and that's kind of killing the team at certain times. Um, But I think a lot of it is also just like the way that the scheme is built. He has to take away the ball handler and that leaves up uh, openings for the rim roller for three-point shooting big. And that's why like Duop Reith had like nine threes tonight uh, because it's just, you can't, get back out there if you're containing Anthony Simons with the ball at the free throw line and also go guard your man. But I will uh, say, Will, it was it was in that third quarter, though, that Aiden, and it was a couple of them when he was rim running for sure, but Aiden was getting the ball top of the key and just putting his ass into the basket when, when he was just putting the moves on him and hitting him with the soft touch because a couple of those were jump shots, free throw line extended, a couple of them were spins and hooks he was throwing up, a couple of them he would just get fouled on because Boots couldn't do shit with him. So yeah, it's it was, interesting it was though because whole, it was a whole thing about it. You know what I mean? And you're right, the rim running, he can't stop, and people have to come over and help. And I get those things. That that's absolutely true. But that wasn't the shit I had a problem with. It was actually just him being actually cooked. Like, yeah, we no, he's not cooked on the It's kind of like the opposite of the Zach Levine discussion with regards to defense, because like Zach Levine, he can guard the ball if you're just like one-on-one with him, he'll stay with you. But in a scheme, he gets lost and he forgets his assignment or whatever. He's just not there on time. Vooch is like the opposite, where he can like be in the right place at the right time within a team concept. But anytime he's going up against a center that's like bigger than him, he'll get put in the paint. Uh, anytime that he's going up against a center that can space it out, he can't get out to uh, contest the shot. And so like, like that's Embiid, why yeah, guys yeah. like Embiid and Jokic have big yeah. nights against him. But it's also <laughs> why the Bulls give up a lot of points when they play Kelly Olynyk or Mike Muscala. You know, it's like... Mm-hmm. He's not he's not going to really like help you defend any of those individuals, but he is a good team right. defensive scheme defender. And that's that's what you kind of have to live with. Um, yeah. But again, this, the, him being a, you know, good fit or a good player or whatever, that, that's all like a separate conversation, I think. Uh, but I yeah. totally agree with what you're trying to say. Dave. Yeah, he, uh, he has to give it to me on the other end, too, Will. Like if 100%. you're going to get cooked on the defensive end, you've got to go better than 42 percent from the field on on the other end. Totally. Connor in the comments said it sucks because Vooch has to take those threes for this offense to function. But like, come on, man. <laughs> AK saying teams are just <laughs> leaving Vooch to shoot threes as part of their plan. There's a reason why you are open, Vooch. Uh, Clout saying, I'm convinced Orlando lied about him shooting 40% from three. Like they had to pay their stat keepers to boost his value. I mean, like, okay, 
it was a weird anomaly outlier season. And when the Bulls made that midseason trade for Vooch that year when he was shooting for above 40% for Orlando. And then his first year with the Bulls, he he fell back down. But then last season, Vooch brought his three-point percentage back up to 35, 30, a little like 35 and change, which even that is like, okay, then it is, as Connor said, a useful part of this Bulls offense when you have a big who can space the floor like that. It does not work when your big who can theoretically space the floor is shooting 20 freaking one and a half percent or whatever the hell it is. I mean, yeah, we, we thought it was bad when it was 31 and now it's 27 and a half. Yeah, <laughs> right. probably, worse after, probably worse after tonight. But I mean, yeah. And that again, that's a larger picture thing about team building and about decision making and about trades. But I'll also point this out. Anytime Vooch has a good game, I always see. Well, Wendell Carter's never doing that. And, you know, that, that traffic, like those draft picks weren't like, so any, it's just, it's so outcome-based. It's so reactionary driven. All these conversations about him being a complete bust and waste of time versus him being so much better and the Bulls winning that trade. It's just like, he's going to have good games. He's going to have bad games. He's on a terrible shooting streak right now for the season. And that's not good. And I think that has larger picture implications about, the next two years of his contract and the direction of this team over the next couple of years, then it does about one game and his performance against Andre, uh, Andre Drummond against uh, DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and CEO in the comments said, I mean, Dale Terry shooting over 30% over the last 10 games. Like, come on. Is that, <laughs> is that true? Dale shooting above 30? In the last 10 games? He doesn't have respect. That's right. Get that man his respect. Good for Dale. <laughs> Good for Daylit. Um, all right, we, we still have Goon of the Night to get to because it is a Bulls W. Uh, we've got some super chats that we will get to. But uh, before we take our second ad break, just wanted to give you all a couple of reminders. One, Kobe White did some amazing things on the court tonight, even though he was only one. Kobe White. Cop yourself our brand new Sub-Zero t-shirt available at the CHO mm. Merch Locker. It is a dope concept uh, that Big Dave and Joey both chimed in their artistic brilliance to help create. Um, awesome shirt. And uh, you can get it right now at the CHO Merch Locker. Also, if you aren't a diehard yet, sign up to become a diehard and then pick that as the free shirt you get when you sign up to become a diehard. If you're watching on YouTube, there it is. Joey just pulled it up on the screen. You got the beautiful yes, locks, you got the beautiful beard. And, woo, of course, his jersey number there. God, I love this shirt so much. So much. We really uh, got to get a shirt to Kobe. Somebody yeah. needs to make that happen. Yes, Somebody get me a shirt. I will deliver it. Dave, do you still talk to his brother on a semi-regular basis? <laughs> oh, snap. I didn't even think of that. You're right. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Okay. I'm on it. Send it to his bro and have his bro give it to him. <laughs> uh, also, second reminder, we do have our next CSU Bulls takeover coming up right around the corner. February 6th, Bulls hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, come hang out with us. We're going to do a pregame meetup 5.30 before that 7 o'clock game at one of the bars in our lovely West Loop neighborhood near our studio and a short jaunt to the Madhouse. Then we all will have seats together in Section 105 for that action. Mm-hmm. Taking on the very good Minnesota Timberwolves. Anthony Edwards in the house. Carl Anthony Towns in the house. Should be a very fun game, fun contest. Grab yourself a ticket from the event section of our CHGO website. Uh, the ticket includes, obviously, a ticket to the game itself and the pregame meetup hang, drinks, good vibes. Um, wonderful time. And you CHGO diehards get a discount to that as well. Check it out under our events section, allchgo.com. With that, Big Dave, tell the fine folks in Bulls Nation about the great deals if they're looking for a new vehicle at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Ray, are you in the market for a new vehicle? Are you? I got good news for you. I'm about to tell you what you need to do. And that's holla at our guy Ray at Ray CDJR. That's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. If you are, guess what? In Fox Lake is where you need to be because that's where they at, y'all. And they're starting their Ray resolution with the start of something new, this brand new sales event. Oh, and you know what that means? Do you know? Do you know? You'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock because they want to clear that lot to make room for those brand new 2024 vehicles. And listen up, y'all, for a limited time. And I should whisper this. 
because it's a secret. But I'm going to tell you anyway, for a limited time, get up to $9,000 off the new Jeep models with the dealer discount. He's giving you the dealer discount. And he said, that's not all. No, 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 no. Shop their last call on remaining 2023 Dodge Challengers and Charger models, including Hellcats, Scat Packs, and more. That rhymed. Dodge is the most powerful muscle car brand. That's why Will likes it, because Will's all about that life. So you don't want to miss out on their last call with over 20, and I said 20, Dodge muscle cars to choose from. At Ray CDJR, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and drive home with more money in your pockets than you expected. I said more money in your pockets than you expected with the Ray Price promise. So don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long. And save big because Ray CDJR makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. And of course, my favorite word, free. That's what you're going to get. You show up at Ray. is a free oil change when you mention CHGO at their service center or mention CHGO when you book online at RayCDJR.com. But you have to schedule it before January 31st. So tick, 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 y'all. Time is running out. Go get you something free because we love you like that. If you're in the market for that new vehicle and you have to check out Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Round because they always, always are the only ones recommended and they are recommended by us to y'all. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. CHO Bulls postgame also brought to you all by DraftKings Sportsbook tonight. The NBA is in full swing when I can't get enough of the action on the court. Y'all know I like to spice things up a bit more by betting on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official partner of the NBA. And right now, new customers can bet five bucks on any NBA action a spread, a point total, a player prop, whatever it is, and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Doesn't even matter if that bet hits or it doesn't. You're getting that 200 instantly in bonus bets either way. Of course, they also are uh, official partners of the NFL playoffs. Congrats to the Chiefs and Niners who are Super Bowl bound. We got two weeks to wait for it. but One more big game, the NFL this season. Uh, not gonna lie. I'm a little, I'm a little like, I'm not heartbroken, but I'm heart fractured for my Lions fans in my life. Um, who just had to watch that happen to them tonight, but I, I did, I did make a little money on that game. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) give and take, give and take. Let me guess. Bet the live line after the Niners went down by two touchdowns. Yes. Yes. I did. Yes, I did. (laughs) That's the move. Lion's gonna lion, man, and it breaks my it fractures my heart. But yeah, I mean, bet smart, right? Bet smart. Bet smart. Uh, <laughs> and bet smart at DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app with the promo code CHGO to get uh, uh to take advantage of that wonderful offer of betting five bucks on any NBA action or put five bucks down on anything going on in the Super Bowl in a couple of weeks. And get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with that code CHGO. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. So the crown is yours when you bet on DraftKings, uh, which is fun. We will find out who the belt belongs to uh, later on when we wrap up with goon of the night but joey how about we knock out some super chats before we get to our goon of the night award let's see we got ak kicking us off appreciate you ak saying bulls started strong but lost mental focus free throw disparity was atrocious i think uh 12 or 13 free throw attempts uh in favor of uh portland tonight billy playing vooch and drumming together (laughs) yeah bulls are getting better at finding mismatches i own phillips blocks were soul crushing fun to see um, I, I mean, would you guys agree? We kind of touched on a lot of the stuff in that super chat. Did it seem like the Bulls lost a little bit of focus there in that third quarter? I mean, they took an eleven point lead to halftime, and it was an only only a one point lead at the end of three quarters. They actually even lost the lead 
uh, briefly before taking it back in the final seconds of the third. Maybe, I don't know, a little bit of road trip fatigue, but also you kind of, there's no excuse for that because you had two nights off after your game in LA on Thursday. It did seem there were a few lackadaisical moments, but I think more more than that, you have to credit the Bulls for really, you know, strapping down and, and taking care of business in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I thought they locked back in. They definitely let go of the rope a little bit. Um, but I think part of it was just like makes and misses. Like the Bulls were shooting really well prior to the third quarter and the Blazers were shooting terribly, but the Blazers had more threes and were at the line way more than the Bulls were. So it just kind of like, if that's the recipe, it's going to even back out. And we're talking about Aiton getting a couple of easy dunks. I think he had like six straight points in the paint. Um, and it just felt like they were kind of climbing back in. And then the Bulls locked back in defensively and just kind of put it away. But yeah, I mean, this team, again, we've said it a million times, like this team is not a great team. So they're going to have bad moments throughout the course of a game. But the way that they're finishing games, the way that they're uh, playing in the clutch in general and closing teams out, um, you know, I think Stacey and Adam were talking about this at a certain point too. And, and we kind of led with it. But like this idea that, you know, the young players are being such big contributors in winning close games. I do think that's a really valuable experience for them. Even though it was like Damar who hit that three and hit that fadeaway jumper that kind of sealed the game. Okay, well now Io hits the dagger three because he's playing off of Vooch and Vooch draws two to the ball. They were in scramble mode. Anthony Simons was on him and he kicked it back out and Io makes a big three. So I, I think that these moments are really good for the growing and development of, for the growth and development of guys like Io and Kobe um, and even Julian Phillips to a certain extent tonight. But because they are playing such a big role and because those guys don't have a ton of experience, there's going to be lapses and there's going to be moments in the game where they kind of let go of the rope. And that's okay. That's part of growing. But I think what we're seeing right now and when I, uh, assuming the Bulls don't do anything at the trade deadline, what we're going to be seeing is this, this Damar and Vooch and Caruso kind of trio helping keep the floor at a certain level so that even through the ups and the downs, they're still growing without like ever bottoming out. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's what they wanted to do. I, I feel like AK kind of said as much uh, as far as uh, developing the players, but still actually, you know, trying to uh, compete. Um, I I like games like this. I mean, well, I shouldn't say I like them. Of course, I'd rather win by like 40. But when you have an opportunity to, you know, be in this kind of situation where it's a clutch time, you know, for the Bulls, I like looking at it because I want to see how they react. and usually the reaction was given to DeMar and go. And the difference was this time is Io is the one that kind of sealed it. And Io probably wasn't the go-to option coming out, but he was the open option. So he was the open one. And so he took the shot confidently. So that's the play you're supposed to have because they got the ball out of DeMar's hands, which is what you're supposed to do. Get it out the best player's hands and have somebody else beat you. You would think it would go to Kobe, but Kobe definitely had a tough night shooting. Um, but again, Kobe's doing those things, y'all, where he's having a tough night shooting, but still being pretty awesome for the team. That is an awesome, awesome thing. That is a part of his growth, man. Almost 10 assists tonight, getting those rebounds and actually getting inside and finishing strong. Like, I really, I just can't say enough about Kobe White. Six of 10 uh, inside and the How arc. well he's playing. Yeah, I, I just can't say enough about how well he's playing. But yeah. I, that stuff kind of just bonds the team and kind of helps them know and give DeMar, let's say it gives DeMar confidence in knowing that if the ball is out of his hands, then other guys can actually take those shots and hit those shots because sometimes, and he, I'm, I don't want to speak for him, but I'm just going off of what I see. He just feels like I got to do this. I got to hit this shot. I got it. And I got to shoot it up. That's just what it is. And just seeing someone else do this and someone who is, you know, quote unquote, a bench player uh, do this and have that three point shot go in for him over a huge person in DeAndre Ayton is big. Like that's a big momentum thing for the Bulls because they have been losing those kind of games um, where they're really, really close. And I mean, against those good teams, we just saw it against Phoenix uh, losing those kind of close games, even whether if they're up by 20 or they're down by 20. When it came down to that fourth quarter, they were kind of losing them and didn't have enough to get it done. And as Will said, when you're a below 500 team fighting just to get back to that, you're going to have ass nights. <laughs> like, that's just what it is. You're going to be bad on some of those nights, man. But what can you take from those nights? Did those young guys get better? Did they develop? Uh, were the right plays made? 
you know, did you hit all your three-point shot or did you hit a, a solid amount of three-point shots, as I should say, and they did not tonight? Or did you get to the free throw line enough times? It started out really bad. They weren't getting to the free throw line tonight, but they started getting there a little bit in the fourth quarter. And yeah, how did how did guys like Julian Phillips and the rookies look tonight? So those are all the things that I'm sure Billy Donovan is evaluating and the coaching staff is evaluating and looking into and building as they as they go forward, man. And it's it's the way they've been doing it all season. And hopefully I'm just trying to see if they can actually just catch the rhythm because they still haven't caught that rhythm. They caught a rhythm on the, from the three-point line earlier in December. And I just want them to catch a, you know, a rhythm where they're actually, you know, trusting each other as the, as the season continues to go on. Speaking of uh, catching rhythm from three, I noticed a couple people tweeted out, uh, Bulls PR put out a statement on it, that uh, tonight marked Caruso's ninth consecutive game with at least two made threes, which is a career high mark for him. So kudos to Alex. Um, shout out also to Brick Squad in the comments who said, I was in the building tonight. There were lots of Bulls fans. You love to see it. Bulls, Bulls Nation is everywhere, man. And uh, not surprising, especially for a Portland team that's 13 and 33 this season and doesn't have a lot to be excited for to you know, walk through those turnstiles. AK with another super chat saying, Will, I asked this last podcast of P. Will moving slow, whether it was from recent ankle injury. Do you have any insights on the current injury? It was uh, reported that he was in a walking boot. I think uh, Julia Poe posted a video uh, talking to Pat in the locker room about it earlier today. And it's not the same ankle injury, if uh, the sprained ankle, if I'm correct in what I saw today, that had kept him out of a few games recently and at least put him on the injury report recently. It's the other foot, and it sounded like Billy said they were going to you know, do some work with some team doctors and get it looked at further when the Bulls return from this road trip, Will. But definitely at least a bit of a uh, yikes kind of update from Pat, uh, who had been you know, back and playing. Yeah, I don't have any firsthand reporting on this. I was not in Portland tonight. Obviously, I'm at home. Um, but based on what the reporters who are there have been saying, um, he's got he's had the right ankle injury and he's had a left midfoot injury that's been bothering him. And it sounds like he saw a doctor in LA and they decided that it was best to immobilize it to just remove load from it so that you know he's not putting weight and pressure on it when he's just walking around and to just give it a few days. Uh, which is similar to what they're doing with Tory Craig, a separate injury. He's got plantar fasciitis, but uh, basically they put like a steel insert into his shoe to remove the load from the back end of his foot. So that could help him mm. heal quicker. And I think that's a similar situation to what they're doing with Patrick. He is going to get some more imaging done when they get back to Chicago, but I don't think they fly out tonight. I think they're going to fly back in tomorrow. And then they've got a game on Tuesday um, against probably like the Hornets again. They played them like 16 times. I think and it's then, Toronto, uh, actually. And then Toronto, they played 17 times. Um, but then it's, they, it's, a, it's a Raptors Hornets back to back on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, perfect. I mean, we're just we're, we're <laughs> just redo, redoing this whole season. Um, so he'll get some more imaging done. They'll find out. But it sounds like he may be out for a little while with this if they're completely, you know, taking the weight off of it, which is yeah, not great. At least it means more Julian Phillips minutes. Let's go. Uh, any other super chats we gotta get to, Joe? I think I saw at least one or two others. Uh, Just Joe, shout out, uh, saying Kobe needs a better big man than Vooch to reach the next level. Is there anyone you guys think we could trade for? You guys are legends. Well, thank you, Joe. Um, thank you, Joe. Can I, I, I just I, say I, before we say anything, trading for someone would require trading, and they don't do that. So this is, there's this the is what I tell myself me. when I have anxiety about the Bulls losing a Zach Levine trade. I'm like, oh, whatever. They're not going to trade him because they don't make any trades. Um, does that involve trading Vooch away to get a better big man for Kobe to have more two-man actions with on the court on a regular basis as Kobe continues to ascend in his career, hopefully? Because that who 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 who's trading for Vooch right now? I mean Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Depends on what you get. You can trade them, but what you're getting back. Well, yeah. How many boxes, yeah. how many boxes of Newports do you have? <laughs> <is the question. laughs> 
How many boxes of Newports well, are you going to give maybe, with Vooch? For maybe one of those really big, tall, jumbo-sized, you know, plastic bags of popcorn that Benny throws on those poor innocent Bulls <laughs> fans every night. Maybe we could get a couple of those out of it. I don't um, know. Maybe we get it without butter. They ain't going to let us get it with butter. <laughs> and, you know, it's just it's because I feel like Kobe and Vooch have developed some chemistry over the last, you know, year or two in in certain two-man That's game uh, aspects. Um it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate that Vooch is just not having a, a great a great season uh, as far as his efficiency on the offensive end. Um, yeah. I, you know, as, as people who the Bulls could trade for to pair better with him, that that might be an offseason project. I, I doubt that that's something that's happening between now and February 8th. Like, that's just, that's not happening. Uh, AK said with a super chat, Kobe, Io, Caruso, DeMar, P. Will have all benefited from the Bulls' new shooting coaches. Vooch, not so much. Um, Caruso. I mean, yeah. Caruso's benefiting, for sure. Yeah, He's about to shoot 50, 40, for 80, sure. basically. And, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. you know, and you know, to, to DeMar's credit, a guy who his entire life has been known, his entire NBA career has been known as a mid-range shooter, never shoots threes, doesn't shoot threes, can't shoot threes. The Bulls needed more three-point volume in this team and the, in this offense, and he stepped forward and said, all right, well, all right. When I'm open, you know, around the perimeter, I'll take it. And to DeMar's credit, like, you know, he knocked down a big one in the fourth quarter tonight. He's knocking down threes well. I don't know if that's a direct correlation to the Bulls and their new shooting coaching, uh, which, you know, by the way, go read that uh, awesome column of wheels if you haven't from uh, a few weeks back about the Bulls growing player development staff and in particular their their shooting coaching um with some great insight there but i i i think you you more often want the younger guys who maybe need some help with their form to get that kind of one-on-one work with a shooting coach or a shooting staff uh within your coaching staff i it seems like dalen's form has gotten a little less ugly this season you know, I Io's form is still a little bit wonky, but it 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 looks a little bit better. Pat, I don't know if I could say he's benefited from the shooting coaches that were hired this season because he was already a pretty confident and strong three point shooter before they arrived. Um, and the one thing that I've really wanted to see from Pat, as far as his three point shooting uh, and the stroke, is that it's still really a slow release. Like I, I haven't seen him speed up his three point release at all. So, like, can you maybe work on that a little bit, shooting staff slash Pat? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I mean, with Vooch, it's like, you know, can't teach an old dog new tricks or can you kind of question. Whatever it is, it's just – it's not good. It's not good with Vooch. Yeah, it's not. But, like you mentioned, uh, DeRozan's definitely uh, shooting much better, more confidently. Uh, these threes – like, I'm not cringing when DeMar DeRozan takes a three. Like, right. He into it confidently. And and, like, and it's yeah. the same form he has with his, you know, right. 18 to 20 foot middies. It's just like, all right, I just so, need to have the same form and just reach it out a little bit further, a little bit further. Uh, is that all of the super chats, Joe? Is that all of them? Do we cover all of them? Because if so, I think it's time you know it for a certain award. Oh, you know, that we like is. to call the Empire Today Goon of the Night. Let's go, Joe. today presenting goon of the night shout out to joy for playing that because i am literally wearing a rick flair shirt (laughs) but yes all they do is floors 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 no matter what empire today five eight eight two three hundred pet empire today and night goon of the night will go gottlieb sir we'll start with you who is your goon of the night I'm going to give it to Io. We talked about him at length to start the show, but the block at the end of the game, the three to win it, uh, the first play, just getting the layup off the off the tip. Uh, Julia Pope posted a funny video uh, just now after the game, asking him about it. He had a funny answer. So go watch that. But uh, yeah, Io was just, he was great tonight. He was. Matt Peck, sir, your goon of the night. Io, definitely a deserving candidate. I feel like I must give my goon love to Julian <laughs> Phillips. He is my sweet, sweet son. I, I, I have reinvigorated tonight my love and hope 
for Julian Phillips being a legitimate piece to build the next generation of Bulls basketball, whatever it is after this DeMar Vooch-Zach nightmare is over. I like so many things I saw from him tonight. He was he he based on what we heard Billy Donovan tell him to do when he told him he was going to get minutes tonight with Pat out. Julian Phillips went out and did it, and then like the two-handed SWAT chase down block, the cherry on top of twenty-three very encouraging minutes. All of my Bulls fan mental health currently resides in the potential growth of Julian Phillips, which is a scary, horrifying place to be. Horrifying. But it is where. It is where it is. It is where it is. And that's why he gets my I'm Google. sorry, Julian. I'm sorry, Julian. <laughs> that has been placed a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Oh, my goodness. Um, Joey Spathis, sir, your goon of the night, if you don't mind. Let us know who you feel in. Are you going to bring yourself on camera? Big Dave. I don't think Joey was ready. I was Here. not ready. I was not ready. <laughs> I literally ask you every single time we do this, Joe. <laughs> I was thinking that that was a possibility, but I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, here we and are. It's a tough one. It's a tough one like tonight. Because... Like <laughs> you saw that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a tough one tonight because, on one hand, you have Io Argayo, CHGO, friend of the program, friend of the pod, who made two massive plays in the last two minutes of the game on both ends. And then on the other hand, Julian Phillips' block was seriously one of the most disrespectful blocks I've seen in years. I It was like what? one of the most absurd, absurd timing, the two-handed. Like, he could have just caught that ball. And I it was like a really eye-opening thing for me where I'm like, he, this that's like a different kind of athlete. So my We're good talking, oh, what a block by through. James and that. It's, I'm Like, that was the craziest – I'm going to go with Julian Phillips because that was seriously one of the craziest blocks I've ever seen. Thank you. Yeah, that was vicious. Thank you, Joey Spathis. Thank you for, for your, your service. Opinion. Shout out, George and Lisa. Well, well, goon of the night. Uh, she'll go to, and I think you all are pretty much on the head. It was down to those two candidates right there. Um, For me, uh, Drummond almost was, was in it for just doing Drummond stuff. Uh, for that flop that he did, because that was absolutely ridiculous. But this is going to Ayo DeSumo. <laughs> and it was originally going to be a tie until, what, I, as Joey mentioned, what Ayo did in the last two minutes of the game. That block that he had, along turning along with uh, it blocking it to DeMar, who was able to keep it inbounds, and, it turned, and that changed the possession to the three-point shot that he hit that pretty much sealed the game. Ayo Sumu definitely earned it and deserved it. I mean, he got Simon so mad he got attacked. <laughs> like, he got him so angry that he got attacked just for playing defense. He didn't say shit to him. He didn't yell at him. He was just mad that he was being defended by the warden. That's right. I'm bringing it back. The warden is back on official things, baby. Oh, I want that to be the next T-shirt for Io is the warden. But yes, Io DeSumo, sir, this is your belt. You win, goon of the night. Well deserved. Well deserved. Very well deserved. Uh, Gio saying congratulations, Io, and saying well deserved salute, Io. Um, I look like a vet tonight. Uh, yes, P will supporter. Shout out to you. Tough night trying to claim that uh, you know. Uh, no, no P wheel, no Bulls win, but they they did win. Saying I can't believe Matt Peck is a goon winner. That we all agree on. Still can't believe that happened. Oh, y'all are getting a look at the Joey Spathis spreadsheets right here with the uh, the goon tally. I like all the the inconsistencies. We've got Jan ten. We've got one dot one two. We've got <laughs> one slash two zero. Well, okay. In my defense, cases. in my defense, take me into you your brain, do, Joey. When you try to do like certain connotations with the point to it, it like it thinks you're doing money and so it, it removes the last so it, you know what mm. i'm doing it will i'm doing the hard work as long as I'm he also, knows what it is it's all that I'm matters i'm so glad we got george spathis a vote because that that's more than i have <laughs> always always need to give george a vote um real quick before we get out of here just because i 
I enjoy triggering people. Brian Ogle in the comments said, Matt, you're the most wishy-washy person. You were just saying Julian needs to develop in the G League with Adama. Nope. Never said that. I've been the loudest advocate for more Julian minutes all season long. Uh, and that Dale and Terry deserves to play small ball five. If I ever said that, it was in jest to trigger the Billy small ball haters that exist in Bulls Nation. Maybe try listening with your ears instead of your face. I don't I don't know what's going on there, but thanks for tuning in. Thanks for playing. Daily Julian five. Phillips for president. Election year. Let's go. Um right, <laughs> I'm sorry. it is what it and is. With that. And with that, we close. Um Bulls are off tomorrow, but we will have a pod for y'all live at 5:30 Central Time. And then they come home uh and then have that little back-to-back. On Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, in the meantime, follow Will, Will underscore Godly, Big Dave Bow, BWL Sports. I am Bulls underscore Peck. We are CSGO underscore Bulls. Also, grab that new Sub Zero T available in the CHGO merch locker. Grab yourself a ticket to our CHGO Bulls takeover February 6th, Bulls T Wolves, and uh, sign up to be a diehard. Grab that shirt for free while you're at it. Um, Thank you all for tuning in as always. Thanks for the chats. Thanks for the super chats. We love you. We appreciate you, Bulls Nation. Have a great Sunday night. Have a great Monday. We'll talk to you Monday, 530. See you right. Be good. Peace. Go, 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 go. We all city like the mayor. 